In the summer of 1979, I flew into San Antonio, Texas. I and about 50 other Air Force enlistees was put on a bus and driven to Lackland Air Force Base. Dropped off in what seemed like the middle of nowhere, we waited in awkward silence. In that moment, I felt a strong sense of isolation in a strange new place. I'm sure others did as well. Over the next six weeks, 40 days, we experienced many hardships in basic training. When the training was over, we were prepared to serve our country. We were prepared to sacrifice. Those who have served and families of those who have served know the meaning of this type of sacrifice. Imagine Jesus going in the middle of nowhere, a barren desert, living in the wilderness for 40 days, fighting off hunger, thirst, hiding from wild animals. Have you ever watched shows like Survivor? I'm not sure any contestant would survive conditions like these. Jesus does survive. He pushes himself beyond the limits. In his final challenge, he faces temptation. Jesus makes his final preparation before starting his three-year ministry by overcoming temptation. All of us experience temptation every day. It's unavoidable. It's not unbeatable if we keep close to Jesus. When we are in the Holy Land, we are able to see the desert Jesus entered into after his baptism in the Jordan. And we can see the hills off to the distance where Jesus was tempted by the devil. Scripture reminds you and me to follow where the master trod. We try to follow Jesus wherever he is, as all of us are doing here today. But a desert? Thankfully, we are not asked to go into a physical, arid wasteland. But Jesus is asking all of us to go into a spiritual desert, a spiritual wasteland. Why? To receive new growth in the spiritual life. There's a paradox. We find life in a place associated with death. And when we die to ourselves, we find new life in Christ. This is the time of fulfillment. The kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. These are not just words of proclamation. These are words of invitation. Jesus invites us to believe in the good news and live it. The season of Lent is a wonderful time in the church year. It's a time of invitation. It's a time, I think, more so than any other, a time to get in touch with ourselves spiritually. An invitation to dig deeper into who we are as children of God. How do we RSVP? How do we respond to God's invitation? We accept God's invitation by praying more today than we did yesterday praying more intentionally tomorrow than we do today. We accept it by reading scripture. We follow the example of Jesus and fast. This gives our prayers greater efficacy and importance. Lent is a time to discover who we are as a Christian neighbor, a perfect time to reach out to those in need. We can volunteer at a soup kitchen, we can give clothing to the Salvation Army or St. Vincent's de Paul. Maybe we know someone who is sick or lonely. Visiting them would not only lift them up, it will lift us up. 
Even a simple gesture as saying, have a great week to those walking out after Mass, is a beautiful way to express our Christian faith. There are no limits to how we can show love and compassion to one another. Living the Christian life, living a life of sacrifice, will mean going outside of our comfort zone. Jesus certainly did. On Good Friday, Jesus offers himself up as a pure and holy sacrifice for the world. He conquers sin and death. By the shedding of his blood on the cross, he takes away our sin. By his passion, death, and resurrection, Jesus gives us new life. He gives us the gift of salvation. He gives us his total love. Allowing God to spiritually renew us is his thank you to us. Turning away from sin is our gratitude to him. We are reminded of this truth every time someone comes to receive new life through the waters of baptism. That child or adult is made a new creation spiritually. Original sin and all personal sin is wiped away. We are not perfect. We all know this. We give in to temptation. We sin. And the promises that were made at baptism often get broken. We need to repent. We need conversion of heart. We need to have the confidence to say, I'm sorry, Lord, and total trust to know that he forgives us. Jesus invites us to bring our mistakes, our weaknesses, our burdens, and place it all at the foot of the cross. I believe next to baptism and the Holy Eucharist, the sacrament of reconciliation is the greatest gift that Jesus gives to us. The graces received are immense. Graces to help avoid that particular sin again. Jesus never gets tired of offering his forgiveness. No matter how small the sin, no matter how dark the sin, no matter how often the sin. We have several opportunities to receive God's healing love in the sacrament of reconciliation. Next Sunday at 3 p.m. right here at St. Matthew, we will celebrate our parish Lenten penance service. We'll have several priests for this opportunity, this invitation. Jesus loves you and me beyond our wildest imagination. If you or I were the only one needing salvation, Jesus would have come down to earth to die on that cross. That's how much Jesus loves you and me. That is good news. As we begin our Lenten journey, how might we prepare ourselves to be faithful witnesses to the good news, recognizing this is the time of fulfillment. The kingdom of God is at hand.